The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, certainly a lot transpiring in the Holy Land uh, today, and you have to tell us all about it. Our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Rolene, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Always great to be chatting to you at this point in time. I tell you, every day yeah. I wake up and I think maybe today will be mm. a quieter news day and it starts off nice and quiet and just absolutely snowballs by the end of the day. Yes, a lot happening as to be expected with all the upheaval uh, in and around our Supreme Court mm-hmm. uh, following the earthquake in Turkey. Lots to talk about. Indeed. So let's, uh, as you say, so much happening uh, about the judicial system. Let's just whet everybody's appetites. Let them, let's make sure that they wait for you to tell them more about that later on. For now, let's look at the Foreign Minister Eli Cohen's visit to Turkey. Tell us all the details. Well, yesterday he went on a one-day solidarity visit to Turkey. This was to uh, take with him the condolences of the state of Israel, the Israeli people, and also to reassure Turkey that Israel will continue to send humanitarian aid, which is exactly what we are doing. And even though the IDF's Home Front Command and uh, all the other NGOs and organizations that formed part of that uh, extraordinary operation Olive Branch have returned home uh, to an incredible uh, ceremony at Ben Gurion Airport on Monday night. Our field hospitals are still operational and uh, some people have asked me what is happening uh, with regards to Syria. Mm-hmm. While we can't get our aid uh, into Syria directly, we have to go through third party um, or through, through third parties and rely on them. We are treating Syrian refugees in our field hospitals, which are very close to the border, and, and it's very, very heartwarming to see the reaction from these Syrian refugees when they realize that they are being treated by Israeli doctors, Israeli IDF uh, medical, medical corps personnel, really extremely, extremely emotional and, and moving. But yesterday, the foreign minister meeting with his counterpart, uh, Foreign Minister Kavosoglu, and then meeting with President Erdogan, mm-hmm. very, very significant that he did this. Uh, both Kavosoglu and Erdogan expressed their profound gratitude to Israel, to the idea for everything that we are doing on the ground. But a big topic of discussion between Cohen and Erdogan was the looming Iranian threat and mm-hmm. also the fact that Hamas, which does still have cells, operational in Turkey is still holding the remains of two fallen soldiers and two Israeli civilians. And then uh, Ellie Cohen toured the field hospitals, which uh, Israel is renowned internationally whenever there is a humanitarian crisis of um, being able to mobilize and set up these field hospitals relatively quickly. There was also concern, uh, Rolene, I read earlier on that uh, you've just touched on to that issue of uh, Iranian, an Iranian presence, uh, or or should I put it to you this way, Iran using the situation to ferry, uh, you know, weapons and ammunition and using it for, you know, covert operations, unfortunately. Have you heard anything on those lines? This has been a concern Mm -hmm. that they would be opportunistic in uh, 
tremendous, unfathomable, unfathomable, unfathomable mm-hmm. tragedy put my teeth back that's in there. Fine, that's to, fine, that's fine. To be, <laughs> we to be opportunistic <laughs> and, and try to smuggle weapons. This is probably the worst natural disaster that Turkey has ever endured and, of course, affecting Syria as well. Some 35,000 people have been killed as a result of the earthquake, not to mention all those hundreds of thousands who are now displaced. The UN just a couple of days ago saying that the the death toll could rise as much as 55,000. That is just absolutely uh, unimaginable. To me, I I can only compare it to the tsunami Mm -hmm. uh, that happened uh, several years ago in terms of numbers. But Iran being opportunistic, uh, and of course, as we discussed the other day, uh, certain aid groups having to return, okay, maybe a day or two earlier than scheduled Mm -hmm. because of legitimate threats to their safety being close to the Syrian border. Well, let's see how that transpires in the next couple of days. I'm I'm sure we're going to be talking about this a lot more as we go along, Rolene. Let's move on now to the PA, preparing a Security Council resolution in countries condemning Israel for this uh, settlement issue that's going on at the moment. What is the latest on that? Well, this is a big issue. Uh, Yesterday, the government announcing that they will recognize the nine illegal outposts in the West Bank and also build a further 10,000 new homes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not saying exactly where that building will take place, but um, the Palestinian mission to the United Nations is preparing a resolution for the UN Security Council to meet and vote on. We don't have an exact date when uh, to condemn this. And this follows widespread international condemnation. However, the government have said that this is in response to terror attacks that have now killed 11 Israelis over the last couple of weeks. In response to that, the uh, Prime Minister's office and the Jerusalem municipality have fortified bus stops around Jerusalem and we've called up an extra contingent of border guards. So the situation, you know, is very, very tense. It mm. has escalated sure. uh, to, to this point. But the issue of settlements, you know, however anybody wants to, to talk about them, you know, uh, uh, in disputed territories, is a, a, a major issue that Israel does face. Indeed. Let's, uh, okay, everybody's been waiting in anticipation for the judicial uh, lawmakers' opposition to sit down with uh, President Herzog, I'm sure. A lot has transpired since uh, this, this morning. Tell us more about that, <laughs> just to say the very least. Well, just when you think you have a quieter news day. Well, the president has met with the opposition and with the coalition. He met with them separately. Mm -hmm. And today we have had somewhat of a breakthrough. We have had news that the coalition has put a freeze on one out of two versions of the override law. Now, the override law 
is the the big 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 uh, controversial issue as right. far as the uh, the reforms go. This is the uh, law that would see a Knesset majority of 61 being able to overrule rulings of the High Court. Right. So they put a freeze on the on one or two ver- of two versions of that. We don't know which version, mm-hmm. but that. I mean, we we, we keep hearing from, uh, especially from the the economic sector. I mean, now the head of the tax authority has said that you know the fact that we've got companies pulling out. This is in the high tech industry. A billion shekels worth of, of funding. This could seriously harm the economy. We've been speaking, you and I, quite a bit about economic warnings, right. uh, and, and now we have somewhat of a breakthrough. Everybody's holding their thumbs because the the movement of protest has said again. Coming up again this coming mm-hmm. weekend and again on Monday, more protests, more strikes in opposition to these um, planned overhauls. But also we've had a, a freeze on the preliminary vote on the dairy law. And, yes, and this, I was going to come to that. Right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So this is a, a vote that would see the Prime Minister reinstate Arya Derry as a minister in the Knesset, despite the fact that the High Court ruled that he has extreme unreasonableness. So no uh, correct grammar going on there, sure. but that uh, because of his criminal charges, he is unfit to sit uh, as a minister in our government and to hold the portfolio of interior and health minister. So that has been um, frozen for the time being as well. Indeed. Rolene, very quickly, something I wanted to run by you very quickly. Given, you know, the aftermath of the, of the earthquakes and, of course, the weather patterns in that part of the world, how do things look in Israel right now? Uh, and you remember now you were going through aftershocks, and, of course, you've also got that winter weather going on at the moment. So very quickly, one in one minute, what can you tell us what's going on uh, weather-wise and geographical-wise in uh, the Holy Land? Excellent question. It's, it's cold and wet. That's weather-wise. Cold okay. And, and of course, with snow, uh, as what's... far as earthquake preparedness mm-hmm. is concerned, the government have allocated now a massive budget mm-hmm. to deal with earthquake preparedness. Right. Uh, this is to be headed by the former Speaker of the Knesset, MK Nikki Levy. And uh, what is quite worrying is that many buildings, older buildings, older schools, etc., are not earthquake are not equipped for earthquakes. Uh, just to give you some perspective, uh, and I'll make this very quick, uh, modern buildings like the one I'm sitting in now, I'm actually yes. sitting in my shelter, which is right. reinforced concrete. Should there be a, a, an earthquake, we are advised to move into our bomb shelters mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, leaving the doors and windows open. Now, many buildings do not have uh, rooms allocated, and uh, this could pose a major, major threat. I understand, to Rolene. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks for that quick update on the geographical and weather aspects that I just brought up at last minute. Rolene, uh, always a pleasure chatting to you. Enjoy the rest of your day, and have a blessed evening. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us the lowdown on uh, what's transpiring in the Holy Land right now.